Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane and Tommy. Hi, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me on Twitter at Cartoon Therapy. If, you wanna, if you're on Facebook and you want to like my Facebook page, like it at Strictly Anonymous Podcast. <laughs> it's kind of self-explanatory. Um, speaking of Facebook, actually, today's caller, who is a girl, I always get excited when we have female callers because I rarely get them. Um, her name is Molly, and I actually got a message from her on Facebook. She had messaged me a while back, but, you know, I had never gone on there, so I didn't see. Um, and she had found one of my podcasts about adult friend finders um, and about a guy who was looking to hook up on there but never really met any women on there. And she wrote in to be like, hey, listen, I'm on there, and I fuck a lot of guys on adult friend finders. <laughs> and then some. Uh, so she called in, and she wanted to talk about, you know, what she does in her spare time, an adult friend finder, and a couple other sites that she's on. She's had relationships in the past. She was married. She's single now. She's making up for lost time. She's having a lot of fun. She has a lot of meaningless sex. Something that I think that not a lot of men believe women are into or can do it or I don't know. There's always like problems that are that happen when guys and girls hook up just for sex. The girl sometimes gets too involved. I don't know. Or people think that's what happens. You know, that whole fucking thing. But this is like a chick that's like a guy and she's out there just having sex and having fun and having one night stands with as many men as possible. Uh, and she talks all about it, not just men and women too. And so she talks all about it and gives like lots of details on all of the stuff that she's done via adult friend finders. I think she's on set life or fet life, whatever the hell that website is as well as Craigslist. So just when you think there are no females on any of those sites that are really looking to hook up and it's just like prostitutes or dudes or scams you know or spam or whatever you want to call it uh molly calls in to let you know that no there are women on there that will fuck you you just got to play them the right way and molly explains that so i will be right back on with molly do you have a story 
lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hi, this is Molly. Hi. Yes, it is. Hi. Hey, Molly. How are you doing? Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You're on with Kathy. Me, Kathy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, I always get so excited when I get girls. I never get girls from my ads. I always get girls like, I mean, I found you. You actually sent me an email on Facebook, and I just happened to see it because I was just deciding to, that I need to, like, rework my Facebook page. Um, and I saw that you had emailed me a while ago. And I was like, oh, my God, this girl is like a unicorn. You're like, you're the girl. The, the deal with you is like you're a girl that's really on Adult Friend Finders and you really have sex with guys on that site. And nobody thinks that that exists because most of the time when I'm talking to these guys, whether it's from Craigslist or even all the people from Adult Friend Finders, they all say like they rarely have ever. I don't even think rarely. Like they're all across the board, like never met a girl in real life. But you have actually met guys in real life and done all kinds of things on Adult Friend Finder. And you are calling in to talk all about it. Right? Yeah, I have. And, you know, and I get all the time, are you real? And that's of course. Question that I get. Aside from will you sit on my face, I get, are you real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which do they ask um, first? Yes, I am. <laughs> what was that? Which do they ask first? Will you sit on my face or are you real? <laughs> oh, it's about 50-50. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, because like, I mean, if you've listened, I don't know if you're a new listener to the show or you just listen to a couple of the adult friend finder guys, but across the board, like I said, it's like not one guy on adult friend finder has ever really, I don't think that they've ever really met anybody on there. That's really real. I think what they found, what they do find though, is like women that want to do virtual stuff and keep stuff like sort of anonymous maybe. And they do stuff online with them, but nobody in real life, you actually have met people off that site, right? In real life. Like you've done it all from that site, right? I'm assuming. I, you know, and I have, and it's not just from that side, it's from a couple others, but I, I sat down to try and make a list of all of them, and I, honestly, I can't remember many of them. So, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, some of them, like I, you know, I, when I wrote you the email, I was—I don't even know how I came across the, co- the podcast. Uh huh. Um, but when I wrote you the email, I was like, "Oh, I've met guys, of, you know, on adult adult friend finder," but I was like, in every capacity, pretty much. I mean, met up and barely gotten names. Um, dated for a while. Um, some were married. You know. Some I turned around and walked away after looking right. at them because they didn't exactly portray themselves as the as who they said they are. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I have every every pretty much every perspective um, on the situation. What, so let me ask you this. Like, let me get like your just background history. Are you, how old are you? Like, have you ever been married? Are you in a relationship now? I know I think you said in your email that you were like a chronic relationship person. Like you went from relationship to relationship. Have you ever been married or no? I was married. Um, I got married kind of young. Uh, I was about 23 when I got married. I was married for six years um, mm-hmm. and got divorced. And I kept a good relationship with my ex-husband, um, and then I jumped into another one almost immediately for three years. Uh-huh. And we had a kid. We had a kid together, and then I jumped into another one right after that for two years. Another one after that for two years, and then another one after that for about a year and a half. And that ended last last summer, not this past summer, but the summer before. 
And it didn't end very well. It was one of the very few relationships that I had that didn't end well. And I had just, I was, I, there was one day where I just threw my hands up and I just said, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to do, you know, what makes me happy and what's fun. And, you know, I'm sick of being, you know, told what to do and tied down. And I'm just, I, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> Kind of went a little crazy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been so very like, happy ever since. So. <laughs> right. So, so all of this stuff that you've done online, you've done only when you've been single, right? Like you've never were you cheating on these guys behind their back, or none of that stuff was going on, right? No, 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 none of that. Right. None so of that. you were pretty faithful. You were like a you were definitely like a serial relationship person. You know, you were like always in relationships your whole life since you're like 23. When did you? How old were you when you lost your virginity? I was, it was a week before my 17th birthday. Right. So you um, had a really, with a lot of guys because you, like, you lost your virginity at 17, then you got married, right? And so, and since you were faithful to all those guys and you got in from one relationship to another, I'm assuming you only had, a, like, not that many guys before you hit up adult friend finders. <laughs> well, that's not completely true. Um, <laughs> I was kind of like this back before I started my serial monogamy. Um, but I was young. I didn't think I could do it again. But with the internet these days, it's not that difficult to do. So, oh, okay, cool. So when you were, so when you were seventeen, you lost your virginity. Like before you got married, you were pretty open minded to sexually and had a lot of sexual partners and was like into it. Like you know, you yes. weren't like repressed like a lot of women were or a lot of girls. No, can no, be. I wasn't one of those people who had just never you know done anything their whole life and then all of a sudden discovered their sexuality and right. you know went crazy. I, I always had it. I knew was there and it always had been there even with you know being in relationships mm-hmm. um it's kind of a lot of the times it's what kept us together was the sex <laughs> right uh, yeah and it was nice to go in a way where I could explore different avenues uh when it came to sex right you, you mean know, like I, when you got out of the relationships and went on these websites and stuff you mean yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really know all of, like, so much was out there these days. And especially, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm 36 years old. So, mm-hmm. you know, we had internet back then. I'm not saying, you know, I'm pre-internet or anything, but it wasn't as open as it was, as it is today. Right. The way people, you know, talk about sex and, you know, put stuff out there online. You know, a lot of it is anonymous, which is fine, but it also, that makes it more easy for people to say, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. Hey, it's just as weird as people think it is. And exactly. kind of explain their side of it. So. Yeah, no, that's why I do my show and I do it anonymously because that's the way that people feel comfortable sort of really being totally honest with me. So I'm assuming that that's what happens online on these dating websites too. When you say you put a exactly. list together of all the sites, besides Adult Friend Finder, what is on your list? What were the other websites that you had went on to hook up with people? Um, it's mostly just the other, there's only really two, um, Craigslist and SetLife. Oh, SetLife. Um, That's like bondage, right? Is that a bond, just bondage or is that all kinds of no, different no, fetishes? No. It's all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's people who are, you know, they, they call them the vanillas who are just kind of testing it out and seeing what, what this all about, which is what I was like when I started. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people who are, you know, into that into, you know, it's kind of, a, it's a kind of place where you can't say weird stuff because people go there where they so they're not judged. So I don't want to say like the weird stuff, but to me it's kind of weird stuff, but 
know, right. lots of stuff I just sort of glaze over and, and don't read because it freaks me out a little bit. So. Right. It's kind of like, it's like, I mean, you know, there's something for everybody. Like you could go on there and you pick and choose what you're into and then everything else. But there's something for everybody, right, on that website. I've yeah. had, I've had like my bondage guy that I've had on a couple of times. He's the one that told me about that website. I didn't know if it was just strictly for bondage. Or, you know, no, or they no. have all kinds of stuff. So which one did you start with first? And then how far did you take it? And what kinds of different things did you get into? Well, I actually started um, with FetLife. The, the relationship that I had last, you know, that ended last summer, he was the one who introduced me to it. Uh-huh. Um, and, and he set up the page and whatnot. But he wanted me to go a little farther than I was I was ready for. <laughs> um she kind of pushed me. It's not something you can just dive into head first, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got to kind of dip your toes in it and sort of, you know, get your feet wet and kind of walk in. And otherwise, it's just going to totally freak you out. I mean, like I but said, like there when are you some say, really freaky things on there. Right. But when you say it, like, what are you talking about? Because if it's not just bondage, like, what is that website all about? Like, what is that um, a place for? Well, you can put a list of, like, stuff that you like. You know, some people, they just like to dress up, you know. I like to wear like corsets and heels and stockings. And so there's all kinds of groups that you can join that they just talk about, you know, where's the best place to shop mm-hmm. um, to find this, you know, these kind of outfits that I like, you know, there's cross dressers. There's, um, I mean, if you hop on the site and just go to start searching groups, you'll find, you know, hundreds. Of, right. So of what did you groups. and your guy, so this was the guy that ended badly, right? That relationship. But yes. some place, sometime during that relationship, you were with him a year and a half, right? Sometime uh-huh. during that relationship, you guys, I'm assuming, had a really good sex life, right? And we're pretty open with each other that it came yeah. up that, right? So then when did mm-hmm. it come up that you would go on that site? And what did you guys go on that site looking for? Well, I, he was just kind of introducing me to it um, and just was kind of like, oh, just look around and see. You know, and I was kind of like, what is all this? But, you know, there's stuff that that's not that weird. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, like heels and corsets and that kind of stuff. Right. Um. But then he started telling me a little bit more of what he was into, and I didn't. And it was more of the stuff that scared me. Like what? Um, like what? I mean, I've ha- I've heard he, it all. So he was I'm like, just what was big <laughs> into gangbangs? He he just every porn that he watched was a gangbang. He would sit and watch hours of gangbang porn. Oh. And not that I have anything against it, and everybody, you know, everybody's got their thing, but it was certainly not my thing. Right. You don't want to get and, fucked by ten guys in front of your guy. <laughs> No, I, I don't. And I right. haven't even had a threesome at this point. So, right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I was, you know, I was like, you know, you got to get your toes wet. You can't just hop into a gangbang. You know, yeah. You just found out pretty much what one was. Um, so he tried to push me into that, and I said absolutely not. And then that was part, of, you know, one of the main reasons for our breakup was him doing that. So the page was left there for a couple months. And then I think just one day I I can't remember why I went back on it, but I logged back in and started looking around, you know, as a new, like a newbie or, and mm-hmm. found some people who were, the thing that I loved about it is that people were really honest. Right. And I had just gotten out of a relationship for a year and a half where it was constant. He was accusing me things of, that I wasn't doing and he was jealous and this and that. And it was just, it built up, built up and going on the site, there was a lot of couples mm-hmm. and there was a, you know. I didn't see the jealousy. You know, they, they right. were open. They were like, "Hey, who wants to come in here and you know have sex with my wife while I watch?" What? Wow, people, what? <laughs> yeah, but it's so interesting um, because your guy was super jealous, but he wanted you to be a part of a 
gangbang. So maybe these other yeah. people have jealousy on the outside too. You know what I mean? Like, cause like it's weird. Cause you would think other people would think you and your guy, if you were on there looking for a gangbang, that your guy wasn't jealous, but it's so interesting that he was like a super jealous guy yet. He wanted you to take part in that. Right. It's interesting. And I, I don't really know where a lot of that came from. And honestly, by the end, I just really didn't care. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, you went on there and you started to just like look into it and then you started to realize the things that you were kind of into because now that you don't have to like go with what somebody else is into it was all up to you it's like what right. you were right and so what were the first things that you got into or that you took part in um i think let's see one of the first things i got into was the photography um i had met a photographer on there and you know at this point i had just kind of started with the dressing up kind of thing and we were talking about that, and he's like, oh, I'm an amateur photographer, and he had a site, and he was legit and everything. So um, he actually came to my house, and we did, like, a whole photo session just mm-hmm. in my bedroom. You know, he, it was did did he pay casual. you for that, or do you get the pictures? Like, what's the exchange with something like that? He took the pictures. My face wasn't in any of my uh, any of the pictures at this point. Okay. Um, none of the really risque pictures anyways. The ones that did have my face, I had, you know, I was decent mm-hmm. in them. So I felt comfortable with him taking them and um, doing what he would, because if any of the ones that I didn't want to get out, got out, my face wasn't in them. And how so hardcore did the pictures get? Like, did you have full on pussy shots? Like, were, like hardcore like that? Or like, what kind of pictures were they totally nude? Or were you in those like corsets and stuff? Um, none of them were nude. Um, I was, I have I, what actually what happened was we went to the local porno shop and bought he bought me an outfit mm-hmm. and came back to my house and I put it on and then he took the pictures of me in the outfit right um, and it was kind of like a net like kind of like a net outfit and then it had kind of like a uh, like a bandeau bra underneath it a sheer one mm-hmm. with a sheer pair of like boy shorts underneath right um, so it was kind of slutty sexy but still you know everything was still covered right totally um, and then. Probably the the most risque picture was I was on my stomach on the bed with um, I was a hand, hands were handcuffed behind my back and attached to my legs, cuffed to those handcuffs. Right, right. With, so and uh, he directed a, the whole shoot. Yeah. Like I mean, he was the guy that he was the professional and he knew what he was looking for the pictures. Yeah, yeah. And I had never done a photo shoot like that before, so you know it was nice to have someone to make me feel comfortable. And he had done several before, and you know I. I'd seen the pictures that he had done and they were very peaceful and well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I said it would be okay. And, and everything turned out just, just fine. You know, just great. Was you know, there any, but the let pictures. me ask you this. Like, was there any kind of fooling around going on afterwards? Like, or were you, afterwards, yeah. that's what I would assume. Like, cause I'm thinking like, if you met on that site, right. And like you guys go together, there's, you know, there's uh, maybe that's like foreplay, right. To your little photo shoot. Right. And then, you know, you're sort of, doing this stuff and he is and I'm wondering if you're getting turned on and I guess you were and he was getting turned on and so then what yeah. who makes the first move afterwards um well it was kind of when I at the very end of the session when I still had the handcuffs on and he kind of started and you know it's a lot of times it's talked about beforehand whether you are or you aren't or you know mm-hmm. if you say okay this is just a photo shoot you know nothing else Guys usually respect that. Right. Usually respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I didn't say no beforehand. You know, I didn't say, okay, this is just a photo shoot, no sex. Right. Um, 
So there's kind of like an unspoken thing. That's what I would think, right? Like both of you kind of know if you if the if you or him don't say specifically, hey, listen, I only want pictures. Then you're both sort of leaving it open to you want more. Like that's kind of unspoken, but you know that because you're on a site where people are looking to hook up, right? You didn't like find him on a uh, you know on a photograph, like you know looking for a photographer. So you both knew that you were into it. Yeah, and we, you know, we both knew it. We had, you know, we met out, you know, outside my house beforehand. I, we met, I think, at a bar, and um, had like one drink or something. And then, then I, you know, as long as I felt comfortable, of going, you know, taking him back to my house, mm-hmm. um, and I, which I did. So, and you know, I talked to him while, you know, over the site beforehand, and and it's easy to get a read on people because they have a page, they have a list of everything that they're into. You can mm-hmm. tell if they're into like stuff, you know, stuff that's way beyond what you're into, and right. Um, you know, it's easier, it's easier to read people on a lot of these sites. Yeah, no, and I would be a little, like, I think to myself, like, oh, like, that would be maybe a little scary if someone's putting handcuffs on you, because now at this point, you don't know you, who this person is, right? You have a total stranger in your house, and now he's handcuffed you. But I'm, you know, (laughs) I'm thinking you have good, like, you know, you met this person, and you just knew straight up he was an okay guy, right? Like, and you didn't have, like that sort of instinct that something might go wrong, you know, because at that point you, know, you could have killed you. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Well, you know, maybe he could have. <laughs> um, and that's the thing, too, is I get, and a lot of people don't know this part of my life. Right. Um, I live to a complete double life, and a lot of that, a lot of people do when it comes to this kind of stuff. Totally. Um, I do live a complete double life, um, but it's it's easier for me in my job, you know, it, my part of my job is asking questions, and I know how to ask the questions to get the answer that I'm looking for, mm-hmm. even if they don't know it. Right, I um, hear you. And the other, and, yeah, and that's one thing. And the other thing is instinct. You know, yes. if, if I walked into the bar, I took one look at him and said, "I don't know about this," it's an automatic no. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't feel bad turning around and walking away. Right. No, and I totally understand. I feel like I would have, I would know whether or not I could trust somebody. And, you know, especially if you met him outside and then you talked in a bar and you were talking online, like, I think that we do have instincts. People, ha- you know, and if you're pretty clear-headed and you have a good head on your shoulder, like you said, you, you know, in your job, you, you, you ask questions and you know that you could trust yourself. You know, you trusted yourself. Yeah. You trusted this person. And it all went well, obviously, because you it guys did. pulled and around I have, after. You know, and I do have... <laughs> yeah, and I have mace hidden all throughout my house, just in case. 
You so what? I do take, I have mace hidden all throughout my house. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, because you could well, never, so this is like a, to, all this stuff is like a total secret, right? That you do, like you're never, like are there any friends in your life that you're like, hey, listen, I got this photographer coming over and I just want you to know in case anything goes right. Or like, is this totally secret? Like not even one person knows. No, a lot of my guy friends know about it, um, and two of my girlfriends know about it. Right, that's cool. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, you know, and they're the they're the single ones. You know, I have a lot of my friends have, you know, they're married and just right. have kids and whatnot. So, and that's kind of part of the reason I got into this is because you know they're all at home with their families, and I'm single, and you know, what am I going to do? I don't. I'm not a big bar person. I don't go out to the bars very often. So mm-hmm. I was sitting at home and. You know, it actually started because I was on um, on holiday break from work, and mm-hmm. I was I was really bored, and I was just going through, you know, some, you know, it started with that life, and then I started hearing about, you know, SS after that, and you know, I don't even know how I started on Craigslist, and I got to be honest with you, some of the coolest guys that I have met have been off of Craigslist. On Craigslist. Um, yeah, on Craigslist. Oh, so you have done. What is your ad? What ad do you put out on Craigslist? What What do you I've like solicit for? I've never put an ad. You answer um, there. Answered ads. Yeah. And what yeah. kind of ads did you answer? I'm assuming so. From that situation, first you got into like the photography, right? And then what other kinds uh-huh. of stuff have you gone into from there? Um. You mean like kind of fetish wise or? Yeah, yeah. Like what you went to, when you, like what are the stuff that you look for on Craigslist and what are all the different things that you've experienced? It's like, cause you've sort of done a lot of different things. I prefer not to know anything about my callers before because then I just have to ask a million questions. So I, I don't know much except for the fact that you've sort of been on these websites and you've done it all, right? So, you know, yeah. what my listeners probably want to know is like, what are those things? Like what, you know, after the, you know, dipping your toe in the water and doing the photo shoots, what other stuff did you get into? And what kind of ads um, would you answer on Craigslist? Uh, it's kind of funny because I, I could answer those questions in about 400 different ways. Right. Um, the Craigslist ads, I would start with the ones that say I have no expectations. You know, I don't like the ones who say I want to come over and I want to have sex and then I want to leave. Because right. I don't like having sex with somebody when I don't know what they like and what they don't like. Because then it's just uncomfortable. And like, how do you ask if you say I want to do this? Are they going to get freaked out? Like, I like to have all that stuff kind of out of the way beforehand. And you know, and I'm also a girl, so I do like to get to know someone a little bit before I mm-hmm. sleep with them. <laughs> right. Um, so I would never answer the ones that straight up would ask for a blowjob or a handjob or sex. I would answer the ones that sounded more sincere. You know. Hey, I'm bored tonight. Is there anybody up? You know, just you want to hang out. If anything happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Because that way I don't feel like, you know, if I go to hang out with somebody, oh, well, they expect me to come over for sex, but I met them and I don't want to have sex and then I'm going to hurt their feelings or this or that. See, this is good for people to who are listening right all these guys that are going on craigslist and are never getting any action like this is the this is like interesting information you know for a guy to be listened to if he's smart right he'll hear what you're saying and be like oh this is what girls want you know what i mean because a lot of times i think that they're they just think women are like men so they just write what they think a man would like you know but they don't understand that that's what a man would respond to not a woman right like you're like i'm a girl 
And the guys who put the ads up that say, hey, you want to meet me in the Burger King parking lot for a blowjob, <laughs> have they ever had anybody answer that ad? No, just have guys. Really... Just guys, because that's exactly. a guy would do that. I'm telling you. And but... that's why they say only guys answer my ads. Like, a lot of the guys yeah. are like, oh, I've only had, like, gay guys answer my ads. I'm like, well, look at what you wrote. Of course. Of right, course right. Gay guys so answer that. <laughs> all you guys that want to go on Craigslist or wh- wherever it is, whether it's Adult Friend Finders or Craigslist or even Tinder, like, this is you have to yeah. do you have to make the woman feel comfortable women do uh, do like sex women can have sex with men that they're they don't fucking like right like women could do that right. but you just have to sort of do it in the way that a woman will respond right so you would add an easy, mm-hmm. easy in sort of way don't right. just punch him in the face with hey give me a blowjob kind of thing like, you <laughs> right know, right talk to him a little bit finesse him a little bit <laughs> right and it's not like you went over to their house these people and you fucked them and then you're like a leech ball to them right like you're not looking for a relationship you were just looking for sex too with these people right or maybe friendship or whatever but it wasn't like you were trying to trick them into anything you, but you just no, need a little bit more and right I- you know, and I can't speak for other women, you know, and, and anything I say, I really can't speak for everybody. But, you know, and there are times where I do meet someone and I think they're really cool. And like, I'm not going to shut down the, the chance for a relationship, but mm-hmm. it's not what I'm looking for. It's right. definitely not what I'm looking for. If it comes along, then great. If, you know, but I'm not answering the Craigslist ad to, you know, look for looking for someone to marry. Right. And I do get that sometimes with guys where. You know, if I do hang out with them and we do have sex, hey, I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that I want to marry you or you know, be your girlfriend, but I do want to hang out again. And some of them get a little freaked out. Like, they think that I'm going to get kind of clingy. And I'm like, I met you on Craigslist. Like, I'm not going to go on Craigslist to meet a guy right. that I want to marry. Like, I just thought you were cool to hang out with and I'd like to hang out again, you know. Right, and, and you're clearly... Good. Don't you want to have sex again? <laughs> listen, and, and you're... Like, I don't know. I don't know about this. And it's just like, really? Come on. And then I just... Up. <laughs> Please, listen, if they listen to, like, if they got your backstory like I did, I mean, you're clearly a woman that if you wanted to be in a relationship, you could have been in another relationship. I mean, you know, you know how to attract that into your life. You've gone from one relationship to another. Or like, you know, I think mm-hmm. that. So if you're single now because it's what you want, you know, and like probably when you want to have a relationship, you probably won't meet them on Craigslist. Like, you'll get another relationship if that time ever comes, you know. But, um, you know, you're not on, like you say, you're not on there. Like, guys are just freaked out because they think all girls are, like, one way. When they just don't realize that a lot of guys just don't really understand women. They don't know how to play women to get what they want. You know, I know right. that women want to fuck guys and could fuck guys, like, you know, that they don't. Like, I tell a lot of my guy friends, like, half the time they're try- they're playing a girl and they're being too nice. And I'm just like, listen, if you're and you're and they never want to date them, but they're trying to sleep with them. I'm like, you're playing them the wrong way, because if you act like a nice guy, the boyfriend guy, then she thinks you're she wants you as a boyfriend. Then she's not going to fuck you because she wants you as her boyfriend. Right. You know, if like you act like an asshole. Right. She's going to be like, oh, he's well- a douche. I never want to date him, but maybe I'll fuck him. Like, that's what I believe. That's what the girls that I know are like. That's the way I am, right? Like, if you're like, oh, this guy's not so great, but I'll sleep with him because he's hot. (laughs) Yeah, that's a perfect way to put it because the guys that do, like, you know, they act really nice and, like, that's because they want to sleep with you, and then they sleep with you, and then they act like a dick, and then it's just like, well, why did you have to do that? Like, why did you have to act nice? And then turn around and act like a dick. And a lot of times when I first meet the guy, I'm like, look, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I'm looking for. You know, if we have sex, to me, it's, I don't owe them anything and they don't owe me anything unless we've met in person at least twice. 
Right. Okay. If we so haven't that's... met in person. Right. If, yeah. If we, if we haven't met in person, I don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. If we met in person once and, you know, we had sex once and didn't call you back, well, then you probably felt that you had a reason not to call me back, and that's fine. Right. If you called me back and we met again and then you decided to, like, be a, a douche or whatever, then I have a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Then it's more of like, okay, somehow it's, you know, it's a form of leading on without, it's just being a dick, really. <laughs> yeah, but I just think a lot of guys don't get laid that way because they, they're trying to play girls and it's like all wrong. Like, it's like some girls will just sleep with you. A lot of girls will just sleep with you. You don't have to put yeah. that out there. Just be honest. And I think then a girl knows what she's dealing with and then she can make a decision. Maybe I'll just fuck you and that's it because you're not, I'm not, there's no future here. But sometimes when a girl right thinks that there's a future she plays those games just like the guys playing the games you know because she's like oh i can't sleep with him because i want to date him like whatever and it's just like it's just the wrong way to play it but anyway yeah back and it's to- funny because that's all new to me because i never had to do any of that game playing and stuff like that so you know when i started this whole thing that mm-hmm. when the game playing comes about i don't know what to do with it <laughs> right like what is this like what do you mean wait two hours until I text back. Like, what is, what does that mean? Isn't it so annoying? Right. Oh, I don't get it. And I don't do it. And I don't deal with it, which is why I do what I do. Right. But look at you. But you had tons of relationships and you never had to play games to have those relationships. Right. You didn't have to pretend like you didn't like somebody to have a relationship. And you had tons of relationships with a lot of guys. It's like, that's not really the way it works. That's like all dating bullshit. But anyway, so that's the Craigslist. What other stuff did you get into on, on that what is it? Fet Life, Set Life. What is that website? Fet Life, you... Yeah, I met my first married couple on Set Life. Um, and that was your quickly. first threesome. That was my first threesome. Um, it was a married couple, and I think they had just gotten, they had just joined the site, and I think they had sent me a message, and I sent them something back right away because it was something that I had thought about doing and was interested in doing. I just never, because I'd always been in a relationship, and everyone said, you know, unless you're really comfortable with it, don't do it because there's jealousy and there's a lot of aftermath that can blow up in your face, and I just didn't want to deal with that. So, mm-hmm. you know, one night of having a good time and months worth of just bullshit, I I didn't want to do any of that. So, you know, now that I was finally single and I could be the one who wasn't in the relationship in the threesome, I was all, I was gung ho for it. Right. And it actually, it went really, really well. And the thing that I really liked about it, like I said, was they were so honest with each other. Um, You know, we had met in person once, I think, maybe we hadn't even met in person. Um, But the husband was, would text me. You know, mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, I'm at work and I'm bored. What are you doing? And I was a little kind of uncomfortable with it. I didn't know what to think about it. And then when I went to their house one night and she, you know, an offhanded comment, oh, yeah, all of the texts that you guys send back and forth to each other go to my uh, iPad. <laughs> so, which I didn't know. I was like, oh, so you read them all? She's like, oh, yeah, I know everything that you're saying. Like, you know, she wasn't even bothered by it. She's right. Like, you know, that's that's the agreement that they had and it worked for them. And after that, I was like, well, then that's great. (laughs) What do you guys want to do? (laughs) Right. Totally. And that was all that texting was done before you guys had ever slept together. Yes. Right. And now had you ever been with women before or was this going to be your first time? Um, I had been with one a long time ago. It was right after um, my husband and I had split up. Right. And that was your first experience and your last experience before this one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you answered their ad and you met them once, like out, like how did that first meeting go? And like, where did you, did... Actually, the, the first meeting, they came to my house mm-hmm. um, and we just kind of hung out for a little bit. And then, I mean, 
you know, they, they didn't want to wait around very long. So they initiated everything and they knew it was my first, you know, basically my first time and they were really great about it. And I mean, I had a blast. It was everything that I probably could have hoped for. So. And how old were they? And were they like really hot? Like as a couple, like what was their deal? Well, she was bisexual. So, um, it was kind of like, not like they were fighting over me, but it was, there was more like a, Oh, it's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. And it was just nice to have all that attention on me. Right. Totally. I can imagine two people like just, yeah, they were more into you than they were into each other. (laughs) What was that? That's where my girliness comes in where it's like, yeah, you know, sometimes girls do love that attention and to have both a girl and a guy have all their attention on you. Right. It was great. And then, you know, when I was kind of worn out and then they started the two of them and then, you know, I asked, do you want me to leave? And they said, you can leave if you want, or you can stay. And you know, I was thirsty. I went and got some water. <laughs> so you left, you got water, but they're in your house, right? Like you guys are in your house and they're like screwing in your room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was fine. And then, um, yeah. And then I went just probably like two weeks later and went back and went to their house. Right. And we all went out. It was, I think it was Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went out for Halloween and then walked back to their house and did it again. And it was great. Yeah, that's great. And how did that relationship keep, did they live close to you or did they live in your neighborhood? Like, were they around? Like why? No, would... they live about, they live about an hour away. I live in kind of a small town. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger town about an hour away. And then there's a major, um, major city an hour past that. Right. So I don't like, I grew up in this town. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't lived here my whole life, but I did grow up here and graduated high school from here. And there's a lot of people in this town that I know, which is why I keep it so secret. Uh-huh. Um, it really, it doesn't bother me that people know. It's the reaction that I get from people where right. they're like, oh, you do that? And the judgment and, you know, the small town, small mindedness that I get from people. Right. Like, I didn't give a shit who knew what I did. Right. But I don't like the judgment that I get from people. So I keep it quiet here. Um, you know, I go... I go to the major city a lot. My best friend lives there, so I always, you know, have a place to stay. And he's like the male me. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, he's gay and he's the male me. And, like, we just – I'll go down there. Sometimes we won't even see each other. We'll just be hopping around, you know, going to wherever. And sometimes, you know, we'll meet at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning and hang out after we've done what, <laughs> what we're doing. And um, Right, hooking up with people. I mean, of course – like, so yeah. he – right, so he knows what you do, and you could be totally open with him. So you, oh, that absolutely. was the, that second time with the couple was the last time with the couple. Like, how come you didn't keep seeing them? Was it just, like, you found something else to do, or, like, what's the deal with that? It was – well, by then, because um, that was – they were kind of, like, the first people that I had met um, post-relationship and, you know, at the beginning of this whole – you know, discovering uh-huh. all these internet sites thing. They were one of the first couple of people that I met. And as time went on, it was, there was a point where I was so overwhelmed that I <laughs> like opened up a side account just so I could go online and not be bothered. <laughs> oh my God. That is so funny. You had just so much action on that site that you were just like, so what, what would you, why would you want to go on and not be bothered just to like look around and be like a voyeur on the site? You mean? Yeah. Just to look around and not have like constant messages coming in or like IMs coming in and, you know, maybe just kind of talk to people. When I would talk to people on my side account, I right away would say like, look, this is my side account. This is who, this is my actual account. This is my screen name on there. And just so you know, like I'm not, you know, right. I'm just kind of hiding out a little bit. <laughs> uh, what happened was I put a video on there and it went trending. Uh-huh. What was the what video? Of, right. <laughs> it, was, but it went viral on the, on the website. <laughs> 
Yeah, it went, it went trending, and I was like, what is this set of video of yours on trending? And I was like, trending, what does that mean? And I logged on, and like, I swear to God, I had messages from countries I'd never heard of before. And oh, I'm my God, hilarious. College, so what, that <laughs> what the hell kind of video did you put up? Like, what was the video of? It was the first time I'd ever squirted, and so I grabbed my cell phone and took a video of it. How did you get yourself to how did you get yourself to squirt for the first time in your life? That's like my goal in life. I've never been able to do it. How did it happen for you? You did it yourself? No, I didn't do it myself. It was a guy I met on Craigslist. Mm -hmm. Oh really? Yep. And did you answer now that this guy's gonna make you squirt or that just happened? This was just a regular ad of Craigslist, like looking to kind of hook up, and then you guys hooked up and then he made you squirt? Um he, we, yeah, I, I, let's see, I answered his dad on Craigslist. He was the only local person, like maybe one, I've only had one or two, maybe three local people that I've, I've met off these sites and he was the first one. And, you know, he walked in and within five minutes, we knew at least 15 people we knew in common. Oh my um, God. But, <laughs> All right. Yeah. So he was kind of like, don't tell anybody. And I was kind of like, yeah, you, as long as you don't tell anybody. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and he, I had never, I had never done it before. So when he knew what he was doing, but he didn't tell me, right? Um, which was fine. But when it when it happened, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god! My first thought was, I have to get a video of this, right? And you know, and I posted it, not really knowing how many people were going to watch it, especially after it went trending. And I was like, whatever, it's just a you know twenty second video. My face isn't in it. His face isn't in it. What? It's not a big deal. Until somebody messaged me once and was like, oh, my computer's hooked up to my sixty inch television, and I'm watching it on that. That's when I was like, oh my god, <laughs> how many other people are watching me do that on a sixty inch television? <laughs> Apple TV. <laughs> Apple TV. I know, right? Technology today. <laughs> yeah, but like, listen, like, I mean, you, you know, that's what if you're on that website, right, and you're putting that up there right like that must have been kind of a turn on 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 some level right because you kind of want like that's a little bit of an exhibitionist in you right that you want other people to see that video right well I mean I guess I wanted other people to see it which was fine and a lot of people had seen it in like in my state and in my area um and I don't know these people in these other countries or whatever but I was just like so many people saw it I mean just the number of, I can't remember the number of hits that it had, but I mean, I was getting up to a hundred emails a day. Oh my God. Hilarious. Um, and now do you have so, real face pictures on your, on your, on like in your ad or do you have just body shots? I just have body shots and they're not naked body shots. I actually met another photographer. Um, he had a, um, a vacation house in my hometown where I live. Uh-huh. Um, he lived in this, in the major city and he, we had messaged back and forth and he said that, you know, he had a cabin here and so he was going to be passing through and he's like, I just got this new camera. And I was like, Oh, you're a photographer. I just got a new outfit. Like, will you take pictures of me? And he was like, yeah, sure. So what I did, I just cropped my face out of all of them. And so, um, you know, with the guys and the dick pics, that's a whole nother issue. I don't even, I'm, I don't even know if I want to get started on that, but right. you know, you can, you can put pictures on there that are nice to look at and not, you know, a dick or a, your vagina being spread open by your fingers and just, just you know, kind of right. not attractive ones, you know. Mm-hmm. And he did a very good job. And you know, he, I, you know, used my he used my memory card and then gave it to me immediately after and said, "You can send me whatever pictures that you want." So that was a um, different photographer. So you definitely like the picture thing, right? You like to get like guys to come over, whatever, and dress up in your outfits and have 
people take pictures and then you get turned on by that and you then fool Absolutely. around with the guy, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah that's like a I hot even, fantasy. Yeah, even if it's with my cell phone, you know, I always, I was, I actually am meeting somebody tomorrow um, and I said, do you want me to bring an outfit? I said, do you want like sexy, slutty or flirty? And he said, he said, I don't know, you decide. I go, I've got like 20 outfits, but like, don't make me decide. And I'm like, well, uh-huh. pretty much all of them could fit in my purse, so I'll just bring all of them. Oh, right, that's so funny, right? They're tiny little mini things. So you guys must yeah. love you because guys are very visual, right? And when, you know, I know I've dated guys who are just like, oh, my God, send me pictures, send me videos, send me blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's just like, it's uh-huh. like... It's like you want to look good in those pictures, right? It takes a lot of work. So it's just like you have a whole, you have like, I guess, tons of pictures that you could send people. And since you like to do it. Uh, oh, yeah. I have folders on my computer of, of pictures that I can send people. So. <laughs> right. So guys. Must... But that's the thing, though. And then they ask, you know, they ask for money. You send it. And then they ask for like, you know, a million of them. But and, and none of them are of me nude. There's not one picture of me like nude. Or, right, right, you know, right. Just topless or bottomless. You know, I have something on in all of them and guys love them right right totally i'm sure because i'm sure they're like hot in it that there's something hotter about that in a different way you know i mean there's something hot about naked pictures there's something hot about not naked but you know you can make any picture hot if you know what's sexy right and you love sex you're very open-minded so i'm sure you know what you're doing with those pics yeah. right so after that couple like what other like have i'm assuming you had other couples like what are like other things that you've gotten into I only had one other couple, and it was a really strange dynamic. Um, they lived three hours apart. I think it was a Craigslist ad. Mm-hmm. She had, I think, once been with a woman um, and wanted to be with another one. And he was, I guess her birthday was coming up or something. And, and like I said, the ad was very well written, and I was immediately drawn to them as a couple. And, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of gave a little background of how they were and who they were and um, you know, I messaged him and he messaged me right back. And then we actually Skyped me and him Skyped, um, just to kind of talk. And, you know, we had some things in common. And, um, so then he told her about it and then she sent me an email, um, cause she lived near my hometown. And he was three hours away. So we actually met for coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know, if you say no, then please just say no. Like don't sugarcoat it. I mean, I won't be offended. You know, if someone says no, there's someone right behind them that's going to say yes. Right. Um, it's not a big deal. You know, not everyone is everyone else's cup of tea. That's, yeah. that's fine. I, I understand that. Um, and she right away was like, no, you're great. You're wonderful. Like, that's, yeah, let's do this. So he couldn't get away. So she ended up coming to my house one night and then he Skyped in and watched us. Oh, well, interesting. Well, the thing is, is she, yeah, she um was so such a sexual person that she basically you know was addicted to sex and couldn't live without sex but him being three hours away so you know he wasn't going to deny her so he said you know you can do whatever you want but she was being really unsafe about it you know answering any sort of Craigslist ad and like meeting guys in unsafe situations and that kind of thing and um so what he wanted he's like I was this is what I was looking for and I honestly didn't think I would ever find it and the fact that you were like one of the first people to answer this ad and you're exactly what I was looking for just blows my mind. Right. Because he wanted somebody cuz she was also interested in females um he wanted somebody that could she could kind of fool around with and you know have sex with but also be out on the town with with nobody suspecting anything. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but behind closed doors could kind of do whatever she wanted. But so then, you know, she would have someone so she wouldn't be doing these unsafe things and meeting, you know, guys in parking lots and whatnot. Right. And I and I knew I knew the exact situation that they were in and what they wanted. And it I did, didn't offend me at all. I was like, no, that sounds great. Yeah, right. Of <laughs> course. Up. That was perfect so, for you because you were interested in women, too. I mean, you were open to all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff, right? She yeah. was really into sex, so she always wanted to have it. So, and and he would Skype in when you would be. Were you only with her once, or were you with her multiple times? Um, I was only with her a couple times because she was a student. So, um, and she was in an accelerated program, so it was really hard for her to get time away. And she was actually about forty-five minutes, uh, half an hour, forty-five minutes away. Right. Um, so it was difficult for us to get together because I worked two jobs, um, and she had two kids, and I have one. So it was logistically wasn't the best situation but right. you know when we did get together we had a great time and it was unfortunate that we couldn't spend more time together um but i'm sorry what was the question no that was a no no no. i just wanted to know if you got if you kept that relationship going like because you know she was like sort of there and her boyfriend was far away like how many times you were with her um there was only really i think other than though there was two times and then there was the one time where he was actually here oh and um, he and you he, did a threesome with him or did he just watch well, that's what was interesting was that, you know, he came from three hours one way and she came from um, the half hour the other way. So my place was kind of in the middle. Uh-huh. Um, and so we all were meeting at the same time and I was getting off work. And, you know, I walked in and she was standing in my she was standing in my dining room wearing nothing but a hot pink strap on, which was just hilarious. I loved it. Right. And he was just standing there like watching my reaction. Um, you know, and he he was he's so in love with her that he didn't want to be with any other women. Even right. though that she had given him permission, he said, no, I just, you know, I love you and I want to be with you. And you, I told you you can do whatever you want. And that's, I'm fine with that. So I'll just sit back and watch. You know, you'd love to sit back and watch. So he actually videotaped the whole thing. Right. Um, and so he was actually like, he had, she had to go back because she had to go to school. He was going to drive home. But I think there was something like something happened with it was either weather wise or truck wise or something happened. But he ended up having to stay at my house that night. Uh-huh. And it was so funny because we he took me out to dinner and then we went back to my house and we watched a movie and we cuddled on the couch and we slept in the same bed and it was so, it was like being in it was almost it was so relationship like but there was absolutely no sex or anything. Like Interesting. no touching like, did yeah, he, well, let so, me ask you this. After he saw her fuck you with a strap on, right? Like, was he jerking uh-huh. off when he was watching? Did he screw her afterwards? Like, how did he get off after that? Because, like, did he? He, um, after it, you know, I'm surprised he held on for as long as he did because I watched the videos and they were really hot. So right. He, um, he finally was like, okay, like, I need my turn. And I said, do you want me to stay or do you want me to go? And and he was like, and I was like, I'll like, if you say go, like, please, you know, they know that I'm not offended by anything they say or do right. or whatnot. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, I just want to be with her. I said, that's great. I got to go put some laundry in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Went downstairs oh, yeah. and did laundry and they finished up. And then, you know, you know, then she had to leave. So. And so then he stayed over your house. Did it make any uh-huh. passes at you? Nothing. How old was he? Nope. Um, I think he was about three or four years younger than me, I think. Right. Early That's, early thirties, right? Mm-hmm. And were they together um, for a long time? They were. She was actually married. Um, so it's like I had a girlfriend who had a boyfriend and a husband. <laughs> oh my god! So wait, um, he and he knew. So she had a husband, a boyfriend, yes. and you on the side. So that boyfriend yes. knew she was married. I'm assuming. Yes, 
the husband didn't know any of this. So Oh, I would um, love to get her on the show. My God. <laughs> oh my gosh. She oh she would love it, by the way. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> right. Um yeah, she they had gotten you know, she had lost his virginity to him and gotten pregnant at seventeen and so they got married at eighteen and she, they had three two or two kids together and, you know, had been married for what, almost between ten and fifteen years, I think it was. Right. And he basically, he had caught her cheating a couple of years prior and kind of had her in a prison. You know, she couldn't go anywhere. She couldn't do anything. But when she went back to school, he kind of like gave her a little bit of a leash to go and do, you know, to go to school and right. not have to explain where she was every second of every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then she felt the freedom and then she decided she just wanted to do it. They're um, in the middle of a divorce now. So, oh, right. um, so I, you- I did feel bad about that. I do, you know what? There's married guys that I have been with, and uh, you know I try not to think of the the other person's side. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not. I'm your... not doing anything wrong. So. No, it's the it's that it's on their thing. They're gonna do it with somebody else. No, that's not your thing. You know. Yeah. Um. So so she had a husband. She had a boyfriend, and he knew about mm-hmm. the husband, and he knew about yep. you, and he was fine. And I find it interesting that he wouldn't fuck you or didn't want to be, especially because his girl, which was her lived three hours mm-hmm. away so he was probably not getting you know he wasn't getting action all the time like where was he getting laid like he had a weird sh- sex drive for a man i don't know he had just gotten a divorce and i think it, was, you know, it wasn't the greatest divorce so i think he was kind of okay with like taking a break from women and like, <laughs> right. having somebody who he knew wasn't crazy and you know being in a relationship and you know not having to deal with the dating and the like right, that, right, 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 right. Exactly. The long distance, all of that just like totally work for him. And probably the cuddling with you and doing nothing probably worked too. He just didn't want any non, and he didn't want any kind of headache. <laughs> yeah. And I think you know, he was from a small town also. So I can kind of see where he's coming from. I mean, you know, going, just going through a divorce and then uh-huh. anybody you sleep with is going to, you know, the ex-wife is going to find out about it because people talk. They have nothing better to do in small towns. So. Oh yeah. Everyone knows everything. What about two guys? Yeah. Did you ever do two guys at once? I have not, and I really want to, and I have wanted to, but my standards for that are really specific, um, and I did find it once, and then it fell through at the last minute, and I was really disappointed, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever find it again, um, but I hope But what to. are your standards? What do you mean? Like, are, is, when you say your standards are so high, or too high, or, well, or very high for that? I, I wouldn't say standards. It's more like my expectations. It's I want somebody that I've been with before and feel comfortable with, but it's not somebody who lives in my town or that I see every day or, right. you know, have an ongoing sort of, you know, uh-huh. relationship with. Right. Um, so it's somebody that I'm, I'm comfortable with and that I know. Um, and then I want, then they have somebody that they know and feel comfortable with enough to do it. Oh, but you want really, them to really, know. Really the, good looking. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is kind of hard what you're looking for. Right, you want the both guys to know. Like, if you were going to bring, if you had the one guy you knew, right, and then you guys would bring in another guy who was a stranger, that would be fine. That would be probably a no problem. But I think it's the having the guy have the other friend. Have you ever, are you? Yeah. I, yeah, go on. I just think I'd rather have the guy be comfortable, you know, over, I don't know, you know, because I've never done it, so I've never, I don't know what the dynamic between the two guys is in, in a situation right. like that. Mm-hmm. So as long as they, you know, even if they've done it together before, um, right, that would be great too. So as long as there's no weirdness between them, because you know it's palpable, you can feel that weirdness, and then it makes it uncomfortable, and then you're just like, well, what am I even doing here? <laughs> yeah. What well, now? Where's your kid when all this goes down? Is your kid older and in school at certain times, or does your kid not live with you? 
I have her half the time. Oh, half the time. Okay, so, so you can yeah, work so around that schedule. So that's my double schedule. life. Half, yeah, half the time I'm, you know, a PTA mom and <laughs> work for uh, – my work, I'm with the um, community a lot. So I work with a lot of people in the community and a lot of important people in the community. Uh-huh. And then when I don't have her, I'm off to, you know, two hours away where I'm running around town, you know, sleeping with three guys in one night. Actually, my record's five, but that's okay. <laughs> five guys in one night? Uh, 24 hours, actually, is what it was. Interesting. Well, it wasn't and how... five guys. It was, it was one, one girl and four guys. So it was what? And how did that all get hooked up? Did you know that that was happening? Or did you have, like, two set up and then three more came around? Like, what was that 24-hour period like? Um, I had an ex-boyfriend was in town. Mm-hmm. And he said he was out early in the morning. And he was at a hotel um, by the airport. So he's like, you want to come down and, you know, hang out for the night and I got to leave here. My, I think his flight left at like 7 a.m. or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you can stay in the hotel and just check out or whatnot. And so I said, sure. And I was actually really excited to see him. And I got almost all the way down there. And he, you know, he calls me and he's like, oh, there's somebody else meeting us. And so I got really excited thinking it was the threesome with another guy, but it was, it was with another girl, uh-huh. which I was kind of upset about because he sprung it on me, like probably about 15 minutes before I got there where he had all day to have said something. Right. Um, and he's like, I thought, I thought you'd be into it. And I'm like, well, you, you know, I was expecting it just to be me and you and I was looking forward to that. And now you sprung this whole new dynamic on me and. I, I don't know this person. I don't know who they are or, you know, what they do. Like I said, I, I like to know people beforehand or right. at least sit down for 10 minutes and do uh-huh. a little bit of information. Um, so I was kind of upset with him that he sprung it on me. And then, you know, I did end up having a good time, but I was still kind of upset about it. So, um, but he did leave at like 5 a.m. And then um, one of the guys that I had met on Craigslist, uh, I had been talking to him the day before, and he was like, oh, so he leaves at 5 a.m. How about I get there at 6 a.m.? I said, great, do it. <laughs> right. So he drove down because he's on the opposite side. So, you know, a lot of times we meet there. Um, so he met me there, and then we, you know, went to the sex shop and, like, got a bunch of clothes and, took, you know, went back and took pictures. And then he had to go back, you know, to his life. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he left. And then I had, um, there was another guy that I had met off FetLife, gotten a hold of me. I said, well, I'm in a you know, hotel room by the airport. So he came and met me. Um, so there's four right there. Oh, yeah, and then I'm trying the fifth to keep one. Tra- yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The fifth one was another. He was actually one of the first guys I met off AFF. Um, uh-huh. And he was married. So he came and met me at the hotel room. And then he left. And, and it's so funny because um, my friend who lived there, he, uh, he worked close to the hotel. So he was running in and out, like taking a shower and going to work and coming back and like waiting to meet someone. And like, so he was in and out all day and like just watching this move out, like passing these guys in the hallway. Like, oh my God. Hilarious. Did he ever walk in on you doing it with anyone or no? Well, when um, the one guy was there who met me early in the morning, um, he was like, do you mind? I just need to come in and take a shower because he had been out all night and he had to go to work. Right. So he's like, do you just mind if I come in and take a shower? And I'm like, no, I don't mind at all. He's like, well, I don't want to interrupt you. And I was like, no, this guy's really cool. Don't worry about it. So the guy came and we were, you know, we actually got along really well when uh, I had met him on Craigslist and he came to my house because he was at a cabin here with a bunch of guys. And, he, you know, I posted ads like, look, I'm just driving around. I'm sick of being you know i've been in this cabin with these guys for like four days i just need someone else to talk to right and you know like i said those are the kind of ads that i answer so he actually you know i answered it and came over and we talked for three hours because we had so much in common 
um, that we didn't even get around to doing anything. And then, well, I mean, we did the next day. But, right. Uh, yeah. So, so he came and, you know, and my friend knocked on the door. He's like, is it okay? Okay. I just need to take a shower. And I was like, oh, that's okay. You won't bother us. And, you know, we're so kind I've known this guy since I was 18 years old and we've been friends for, you know, that long. So I, you know, he got out of the shower and we were going at it. He's just like, okay, I'll see you guys later. And we're all like, okay, bye. And, <laughs> okay. You know, see you oh later. Cause that was the guy that you had fooled around with before earlier anyway. Yeah. I had already known him. Right. So. Right. And so that already, was it. Already, so five is your record, but there's, I'm assuming since you only have 50% of the time to do this and it's your, it's when you're with your friend and you're two hours away from home that, you know, a lot of times you have to cram a lot of guys into one night, right? So there's probably a lot of nights that you have more than one guy at night or more than one girl, whatever. Um, Not necessarily because, you know, like I said, I live in a small town and a lot of times, you know, I get off work and I don't, I, there's so many nights where I'm just like, God, I wish I had a local, but the one, you know, local I did right. have, I didn't know that he had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So when his girlfriend found out, I found out because I started getting text messages calling me a home wrecker. And I said, who the hell is this? I had no idea. Right. Um, she, she worked in the same profession as me. Mm-hmm. Um, in, I had two jobs and she worked in one of the same professions, as one of my jobs. Um, so we had a lot of people in common and I didn't. I assume she didn't know exactly who I was because if she did, all hell would have broken loose because right. everybody would have found out about it. And that's why after that, I'm like, if she would have known who I was, there was no question that everybody in this business in this town would know exactly what happened. Right. So that scared me off from being with anybody locally. Um, right. So you don't have anyone times, local. I don't have anybody local. Um, I did for a while. Um, someone who worked out of town often mm-hmm. uh, but would be in town for like a week or two at a time and for right. that week or two at a time we would spend you know hanging out or whatever it is you know doing whatever um but that was few and far between uh, but yeah so if I do want it I have to travel for it and sometimes I just don't feel like driving that far right. do you find I, that you a lot what? of these guys that you're meeting online are, are married or have significant others like whether it's a long-term girl, girlfriend or whatever and that's what they're just looking for on the side and that's why it works for the both of you because you're not looking for a relationship either um other than the couples i think there's only been two that were married right and both of them um when when the one guy came over the one who was just driving around looking for a place to hang out he came over and he sat on the couch and we were just chatting and I made a comment, something about, I just assume they're all married anyways. And he's like, oh, you got, you saw the ring. And I was like, oh, actually I didn't, but you are married. And he's like, oh yeah. You know, he goes, I would, you know, and I'll never take this ring off. And so I was saying something about having the wedding ring on when you're cheating on your wife or something. Right. And he goes, I would never take this off. I would never, I would never do that. He loved his wife. He loved his wife. Right. Both of them loved their wives, but they just didn't either, their wives didn't do you know, or uh-huh. weirded out by the things they wanted to, or didn't do, didn't have sex at all. One of them hadn't, the only time they had sex was the one time a year they went on vacation. Right. And the other one, I would do the things that his wife wouldn't. Right, exactly. No, so, I think that that happens know, a lot of the times because, you know, they but they don't want to, they're not looking to have another relationship with someone. It's just strictly about sex. They're just looking to get their rocks off someplace else, but they just want to keep their relationship together, you know, in their real yeah. life, supposedly, you know, whatever. You know, and those are the ones that I get along with the most because I feel the most comfortable because there are the, aren't those expectations. Like, I'm not uh-huh. going to tell anybody to go cheat on your wife or anything. I'm not that kind, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Um, 
but it is the it is the easiest. I'll be honest with you. It's the easiest to be with the guys who are married because you know they kind of know how to treat a woman a little bit better uh-huh. um, and not be so like crass or demanding or you know they're more understanding. I guess is right the that I'm looking for. Uh-huh. Um, and you know you go your separate ways when you're done. Exactly, you know, if, and there's no you don't have to worry about the games. Them, yeah, yeah. If I get a text from them, it's I know exactly what it's for. And like, uh-huh. it's a where and when. You know, are right. you are you in town? Are you here? Are you there? I know exactly what it's for. I know exactly what to expect, and I know that I'm going to have a good time. So. Right. Uh-huh. And what else have you done? Like, what's the most hardcore thing that you've done now that you're sort of you know having all these experiences? Like, how far have you taken it? Are you ready yet for that gangbang <laughs> that you're? Really- no, <laughs> I. I am not. Um, there was a situation where I almost, um, it, God, I wouldn't say, I was hired to help out at the, at a party. Um, uh-huh. Like a swingers party? Well, it wasn't, no, it was a bunch of guys. Uh-huh. And they said, you can be as mild or as wild as you want, where it was kind of like, you know, if I wanted to have sex with each one of them, I could have. Or uh-huh. if I didn't want, you know, if I just wanted to go and, to do the job that they hired me for, and then what was the they job that they hired you for? Uh, bartending. Okay. So, you know, and they were like, you know, if you want to, and I said, I, you know what, I won't know until I get there and I assess the situation. Right. Um, then I'll know if you know I'm comfortable around. And I met I met the guy, you know, at a restaurant beforehand mm-hmm. um, to see, and he wanted to see if I would be a good fit, and of course I wanted to feel comfortable around him. Um, How many so, guys were at this party? 12. And what kind of guys were they? Like, were they married guys, regular guys? Were they all friends? Was it a party of, like, people who had met on Craigslist? Um, No, they were all, they all went to private school together. Like a high school private school. Uh So, um, they, you know, met once a year for this party or whatever, get together. And, um, yeah, half of them were married. So, he's like, half of them are probably going to be like, what's she doing here? What is this? He's like, and half of them are single and we'll be totally for it right um, but was the would, would they get together for like a party where they were going to get laid or were they just getting together for a regular party and this one guy sort of brought somebody in just to service yeah. the people yeah. that were it was having a, fun it was some kind of yeah it was some kind of sports party okay like, it wasn't like a super bowl party but right some, something that had to do with with sports i'm not a sport person so mm-hmm. i have no mm-hmm. idea um but yeah, and I was all for it. And I, like I said to them, and like you know, they said to me, if you don't feel comfortable, then then don't do it. If you feel comfortable, then do it. And I said, oh, I feel the same way. But it turned out that I just and we messaged back and forth up until the week beforehand. Um, and I kept saying, you know, do you still want me for this? Yes, I do. And then a uh, couple days beforehand, he just sent me a message that said it's canceled. So I don't know if maybe some wives found out or or what happened. I did never find out what happened. Um, and I, but I and I'm disappointed. I was looking forward to it. I, I wanted to see how far I would go. I think was right. mm-hmm. why I really wanted to um, to do it. And the guy that I had been talking to, his brother was going to be there, so I was like, oh, maybe I get my first threesome with two brothers. Like that's great. So right. and I did want, I, yeah. So I was really disappointed when it didn't happen. But you know, other opportunities will come along. I'm sure. <laughs> Let me ask you this regarding protection. Do you use condoms when you're with these guys? Or are you pretty protect? Like, and what about even when you blow them? Like, or are you are you? Dirty? I use I use protection during sex, and if they if they don't bring it, I then no. 
and I've gotten guys be mad at me for that. I was going to say, I know so many guys. Nobody likes to fuck with condoms, right? So many people don't fuck well, with condoms in the regular world. I, I don't know when you're like, when people are really hooking up hardcore, maybe they're more, you know, protective. So I was, that's what I was going to ask you. Like if a lot of guys try to push you into doing it without a condom, you know? They don't try and push me. They get kind of bitchy about it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I've gotten that. One guy was like, I don't use condoms because I'm not 24. And I'm like, well, I'm 36 <laughs> and can still get pregnant, you know. So, <laughs> right. Okay. Not and just anyway, a pregnancy. Is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny that guys, I'm not 15. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I am on birth control. So I'm like, you know what? And I'm taking care of the birth control part, which is a lot more expensive than going into a gas station and getting a $5 box of condoms. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, like, if you can't do that, or at least, you know, and especially if it's implied that that's what's, that you're going to have sex, then come with condoms. Like, just do it, you know? Do you normally have them on you? Um, I I didn't used to. Mm -hmm. And it also would, it would help me kind of judge who that person was. Right. Where if you're not going to bring condoms and then you're going to, like, be pissy with me because... I'm asking you for them, and I don't want to have sex with you anyways. Right, turn off. Kind of thing. Right. Yeah, it's a total turn off. And there was one guy, he was in in town for business from Colorado, and I had met him, like, at a hotel an hour from where I lived. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had been talking for, like, a month, and, you know, this, he had been planning his trip, and he was excited to see me, and he shows up at the hotel room, and he didn't have condoms. And I said, well, no. No, either go get them or we're not having sex. Right. And he wouldn't go to get them? We ended up not having sex. We fooled around a lot, but we ended up not having sex. Right. Because we didn't have condoms. Right. You know, know, all that buildup for, sorry, all you had to do was stop at the gas station and, you know. Right, but now you have them on you just in case the guy doesn't. Because I would think it'd be smart for you to have them too, just in case. So if the guy doesn't have it, you you know, it's like you have them too. You know, you're going, you're just just like the guy, you're going there knowing you're going to have sex too. So you should also have them in your bag. Well, and that's what I kind of came to that conclusion after a while. Um, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know if it's, you know, was always instilled in me that it was kind of the guy's responsibility. Um, which is why, cause I, you know, I'm the one who's on birth control, so I'm taking care of that part of it. So right, you can't uh-huh. take care of like the, the easy part. Like I right, just have care a condom, of, like, right. the doctor and like, <laughs> you know, getting something implanted in me and like, you can't stop at the gas station on your way here or like that's across the street just to get a box of condoms. Really. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, and after a while I was just like, whatever, I'll just throw some in my purse. It's not that, not that difficult. Exactly. Like I said, it's not that difficult. So why is it? Yeah, especially if you wind up fooling around with them anyway, because like you're going to get to the point where you're like so hot and horny and then maybe you really want to have sex with them. So it's just like if they're not, if they're too lazy to go out and get a condom, like if you have them, then at least you can have some fun. Yeah. And sometimes it comes up unexpected and it is nice to have to have them when you know, right. you're know not expecting it and, it and it does come up and you're like, oh, shit, now we got to go to the, you know. Uh, how many guys do you think, and- how many guys do you think now that you've been single for like, how long you've been like doing, like sort of been out there being like pretty promiscuous and, you know, and, and screwing a lot of people on these websites. How long ha- have you, I mean, how many guys do you think and women ha- do you think you fucked this whole time? Um, I kept, like I had an app on my phone for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, There's an app for that. There's an app for that. Oh my god, hilarious! What's the yes. app? It counts how many um, sexual called- partners you had. I wish I had that app when I was younger. 
Well, it's kind of like just a calendar, and then you put in their name, and then, you know, where you were, like, where in the house, and then you can rate them, you can put whether it's protection <laughs> or awesome. not. And, oh, hilarious. You, yeah. And yeah, then you can tell whose baby like it is. <laughs> that what? You can tell whose baby it is. I'm surprised I haven't oh, seen yeah. that on Judge I mean, Judy. I'm not going to lie, that, that, that helps. <laughs> I'm yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. help me. But <laughs> yeah, 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 that's so hilarious. It is a good way to judge, just just in case. It's also a safety net. Um but yeah, I was, you know, I was looking at. It, I could tell what slow months I had and what good months I uh-huh. had. Like, so how many were you up to? Office. Yeah, how many were you up to on that app? You know what? I would have to look at it because a lot of them were, you know, multiple. Like, you know, I done, you know, three times, three days uh-huh. in a row. Right. Or like, uh-huh. you know, one, you know, one week I would have done one, and then another guy two days after that, and then the next week would be the same guy, and then a different guy, and. So I would have to go through and actually look at every every day. Right, but and, do you think it's like yeah. fifty or twenty or a hundred? Like, I mean, you could probably have. A I would, I would go with an average of maybe twenty five, thirty. Mm-hmm. I think you're just um, making up for lost time. I am making up for lost time. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, and the ones I like, I go back to, and the ones I don't like, I I don't. So mm-hmm. that's I do have a lot of repeats because. When, you know, when you find something, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So yeah, and if you meet um, someone that you have good sex and you you know and you're you're comfortable with them and everything, I think that that's great. You know, you could go with that person for as long as they're interested. And you know, but what's great about you is that you're still out there looking and you're still really open. And so you're still and there's still some experiences that you want to try and you're still really into it. Like you know, this just is beginning for you. So you know, you know, you uh, there's just so many people for you to meet. Yeah, and I, you know, and I look forward to it, and I, I, you know, like going on these, it's, it is kind of hard sometimes to meet guys on these sites, because I mean, when I sign into IM, and like 20 messages pop up immediately, and they're either all the same, or they're disgusting, or it's just like, do you think a girl's going to respond to that? I mean, right, I know. but I think because of the ratio of guys to girls that there are on these, on a lot of these sites, especially ASF. I think they just try every avenue that they can until they hook someone. Exactly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know when so, I was on there, like I would go on IM and then guys would send me dick pics and send me whatever they were sending me. And then I'd send back a message like, hey, I'm not on here looking to hook up, but I do run a show and I'm looking, you know, and that's what I would do. And then I would get a lot of guys that wanted to engage with me because it was probably the first time that somebody like wrote them back. <laughs> that's yeah, what they would yeah. say to me. You know, it was just, like just somebody talking to them. And of course, a lot of them tried to engage me in their like because they were just like wanting someone to jerk them off you know um and uh-huh. I, I never crossed that line but you know I would get people that way because and they would always tell me across the board like yeah there's never any women on here you know it's just dudes that's why I was like oh this woman I have to have her on my show because you're like I said like a unicorn you're like what people don't think exists but it does exist and I think that that's like what's really great and what's interesting for people to hear is like you're a woman and you're very enthusiastic about it and you know, and you are like into all kinds of things and you're, you know, it's not like you're that typical girl that's looking for a relationship. You've had relationships. You've been there, done that. It's not like you're uh-huh. desperate. It's not like you have low self-esteem. You're just like a woman who really likes sex and you're going out there and finding it and getting it and having it. And I think that that's great. And uh, guys yeah. need to know that that exists. Well, and I didn't really know a lot about these sites. And I, I started with the normal dating sites. Right. Like, you know, like 
like POS and OKCupid and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so bored out of my mind. Like those guys were so boring, especially in my small town. They all said the same thing. Like their profiles were the same. You couldn't tell any difference between them. You know, they you'd message back and forth and no one had anything interesting to say. Right. Um, so I was like, I just, I got bored and that's kind of why I moved on to at least something a little, you know, sex is more exciting than, you know, talking about your, your dog or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. She right. Cause everyone has to play dog. that game. But I think a lot of guys on there don't even understand. Like a lot of guys don't understand that they could be on those other sites and be more direct. But I think what the problem is, cause I tell a lot of the guys that call my, my show that are on Craigslist and Adult Friend of ours. I'm like, just go on OKCupid or Match.com and you could fuck girls there. Like, because regular girls will fuck you like first night. Like, that's just what happens nowadays. You know what I mean? It's not that hard uh-huh. to find, you know, because I think that there's well, just not a lot of women like you out there, unfortunately. Yeah. And I did hear that Christian Mingle is the one that's got all the crazy girls because they were <laughs> all like, used to be like that. And then they found Jesus or whatever and like, you right, know, right. got married and had kids, but they still have it in them. Right. And they just don't really know it. So they go, on like Christian Mingle to meet you know supposed good guys well they don't a lot of guys that I've talked to have been like they are the one they are the freaky ones oh my god that's hilarious they try to act like they're good but behind closed doors they are not and they want it to come out so bad but right they just just, they're like anybody else until they get there (laughs) yeah that's great they have imagination they're creative they just you know they like sex and that's what I try to explain to guys like women have all that inside them but I think a lot of women you know, feel a little bit nervous or gun shy about sort of expressing that side of them because, you know, women are so judged by men with the slut word or even before I said the word promiscuous as it and I'm like, oh, I hope she doesn't think I mean it in a bad word, in a bad way. You no, know? I, I don't at all. Like I, you know, and I have one guy that I am semi-regularly with, like he loves like, you know, girls who dress slutty and he loves calling me a slut and like, you know, and I don't mind it. I'm like, if that's what gets them off. And like, after a while, I started really liking it. I didn't even realize I like, like, I call myself a slut all the time. And right. But there I is a double standard. In, like, a way. No, but there are a lot of people that do mean it. And that's what I think is unfortunate for women. Well, I, and that's you know, why I think a lot yeah. of women keep this side of them under wraps, you know, because they're afraid that they'll, because maybe they want a relationship. You know, you've had a lot of relationships. That's not what you're looking for. So you don't really care. But like, you know, some girls, if they really want a relationship, they'd be afraid to tell a guy that they're into all that stuff because the guy might be like, okay, you know what? Like, I'll fuck you, but I'm not taking you home to my parents because guys have that weirdo double standard. You know, it's like the Madonna horror complex. And that does exist to a certain extent, you know? And that's why all these poor married guys are like, you know, cheating on their girls and their wives aren't good in bed because, you know, this is like the problem that I just feel like if it was more accepted and there wasn't that whole, you know, women are horrors thing, then it, you know, women would be more open and would be, I think, you know, it would be better for men, but, you know. And I think it's getting a little better. Like, Mm -hmm. I do read some stuff online. Like, I know there's, I've read some articles, like, on, on, I hadn't read Cosmo in years because once I was Oh, my God, this is like a joke. Reading Cosmo when you're not single is so, it's hilarious. Um, And then when I became single again, I started, you know, reading some of the articles on their website, and they are really trying to push the... You know, sexual freedom. Finally, uh, that I, that's, that yeah. That magazine used to be the biggest joke. Like I would just be like, "Oh my god, I'm going to write an article 
called blowjobs, not balloons, because like women, like they would have articles like, oh, like give your like, you know, you see these poor guys walking down the street on Valentine's Day with like balloons and teddy bears. Their girlfriends gave it to them. It was like, who the fuck told girls to give guys that? You know what I mean? Like it's like Cosmo magazine and all these stupid things. Like I just think it's like so crazy. But if you read Cosmo and those kind of um, same uh, magazines in other countries, they were ta- telling women how to give blowjobs like 10 years ago. Like we're just getting uh-huh. up to speed here in America. You know, we were more right. like, oh, yeah, give your, you know, put rose petals on your bed and give him light some candles and give him balloons. You know, I was like, no guy fucking wants that. I don't pick up that magazine. I fucking hate those magazines. But it's good to know <laughs> that they are starting to be a little bit more progressive yeah, I, for women. And I don't read them that often. But, you know, yeah. I, I come across them every once. Usually I come across the article. And then when I see the article, oh, you know, they're talking about. You know, there's there's full websites devoted to like girls just go and be a slut and do whatever you want. You know, as long as you're safe about it, who gives a shit? Yeah, that's and great. I think everybody should think like that. Like, I hate it here because I want to go out and do that, and I can't do it here because everybody gives a shit. Like, I'm just waiting for that time to pass. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know what, maybe- Molly? The cool thing is, is that you you can't do it there or whatever. But that didn't stop you from doing it at all. Like, you are totally doing what you want to do you figured out a way to make it work it's not a total secret you don't feel bad about what you're doing you have some friends that totally know you have your gay friend your best friend who's totally right there with you doing it and you're having a great time you know you have your kid you were married you've had many relationships and now you're having you know you're fun and it's totally healthy and it's what you want to do and I think it's like great for people to hear this and other women to know that like you can do those kind of things and uh and feel okay about yourself and it's uh, and it's fine you know like it's a good thing I think it's great well yeah and then I see you know a lot of my friends who are married and at home with their you know little kids and and they're miserable you know and it's not that they're miserable because they're married with with families it's I think it's more of just like they didn't have they weren't able to really do that do this kind of stuff because it was really repressed and you know, people weren't talking about it. But now the fact that people are talking about it a little bit more, like, I mean, you know, I used to live in California and this kind of thing was so normal out there. And so I lived it and, right. you know, mm-hmm. in that in that sense of, you know, even though I was married, like we had, you know, friends or a couple friends who were in open relationships. Right, you know, right, right. It wasn't like foreign to the, you, right. Yeah, so it wasn't, it, it's not strange to me where here it's very strange to them, like, you know, mm-hmm. this is a small town and they, they've never seen it and only on TV or, you know, in the in the regards of people who do that are considered, you know, a slut in the in the bad sense. Right, right, where, right. Exactly. You know, I'm used to it where I'm just like, yeah, I did that. So what? That's cool. You want to hear all about it? I'll tell you all about it. And then they're like, what? yeah, no, that's no, oh my God, how can you say that? Or I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, but that, but you have some friends deal. and your guy friends are cool are cool with it. Like you could tell some of your guy friends know about it and they're cool with it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and a lot of my guy friends are just like, I don't look at you that way. Like, you are my friend, you know. And even here, like, I have a lot of guy friends, but according to a lot of people, I'm, you know, fucking every single one of them. Where really, I'm only fucking half of them. Right. But there are the ones. <laughs> there are the ones that I'm not. And like, they're just like, you're more of like a sister to me. So, like, you talking like that, like, it's just weird. So, you know, I, that's the, that's the only respect that I don't tell them that kind of stuff. But, right. Exactly. You know, I do have a couple of people here that I tell and. I know that I overshare and I'm like, if you don't want to hear it, just tell me. And sometimes they're just like, Ooh, I can see it in their face. And I'm like, okay, then I, I won't 
I won't talk anymore. No, well, we I love people that overshare on my podcast. We're already at like an an hour and twenty minutes, and normally I only like to keep my podcast for an hour. But you know, you're I I feel like you probably have like fifty more good stories to give me. So I always have repeat callers. I mean, and I I don't have many women that call in and share this kind of stuff. So I'd love to have you back on to share even more of your experiences. I'm sure you're going to have many more. I don't think you're like like done with this. I think you're just beginning and having oh, a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah, I just I just hit about a year. I think I started doing all this um my ex and I broke up early July and uh-huh. then I kind of dated somebody and then that didn't work out and that's when I was just like there was all that game playing going on and yeah, I didn't you're understand like, it. Yeah, uh, so you're not going backwards. I know. I was like constantly frustrated and I'm like, why am I always miserable? Like why is like, you know, mm-hmm. why all he has to do is text back. Like I know he has his phone. Like what is, what is going on here? Like it's not that hard to do. Like just, you know, send back a yes or a no. And then, okay, you can't hang out. Okay, good. I could, I'm going to go hang out with this person over here. But, you know, I don't want to be rude and make other plans when I just tried to make plans with you kind of thing. And that was just like, ah, it was so much. Yeah. And it's then, even irritating. I, mean, listening I was to already it. ready. I was already like, you know, on my, you know, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. And I just, that's when I, I literally threw up my hands and said, fuck it. Right. Exactly. Like, and then you've been night, fucking ever it. since. <laughs> and then I've been fucking ever since. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I think that that's great. I think it's fascinating. I think it's so great that people know that there are women out there that are on there. Now all my adult friend, friend or guys can listen to this uh, podcast. And now you know how to get girls that this girl's on adult friend, friend and she actually fucks guys in real life. And so, you know, but you explained in ways that, you know, or like what women like you are looking for. And I think that's interesting for the guys to hear. And I think it's interesting for the women to hear a woman who's sexually very open and free with herself and comfortable with it who's exp- like uh-huh. you know sort of going out there and living her life her and her, you know sort of her sexuality in the way that she wants and I think that that's like great for women to hear as well and like I said I love you know I don't like my podcast to be too long so I have to end it but I'd love to have you back on again and do, do more of your stories because I'm sure you have a lot more stories to tell but we'll Absolutely. do the part two very soon Okay, great. Thanks so much, Kathy. I Thanks appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, Molly. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.